No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. You should go over to Shop Tour Bus, man. Why? Because they have new designs. What? I said so. They come out with designs so quick. They do. They got a Tennessee Jed. They have a Dire Wolf. I think out of all the newer ones that they've done, I think the Dire Wolf is Dire Queen Wolf of Spades. Yeah, that yeah. is beautiful. They cut the deck to the Queen of Spades, but the cards were all the same. But the shirts aren't all the same. Go to ShopTourBus.com and check out what they got going on over there. They have the Digital Lots dopest Grateful Dead inspired merch on the planet, man. And the most comfortable tees as well. Yep. And so are their hoodies. I got their hoodie on right now. You actually do. Yes, it's I do. True. My Your love's bigger truth than a Cadillac. advertising is happening on No Simple Road right now. <laughs> Go over to Shop Tour Bus and order yourself something. And when you do, use the promo code No Simple Road because they are going to give you free shipping. All one word. And you might even get a Miracle Grateful Dead cassette tape bootleg in your order. You don't know unless you go. Well, I guess you don't have to go. You you won't. Well, well you'll get go it to their website. You, you order it. Yeah, you yeah. got to go to the digital lot. That's right. Shoptourbus.com. Go check it out. No simple road. Yeah, here we go. We are no simple road. We don't need a road. No, we do. It's not just not a simple one. Hey, now it's Aaron, everybody. What's happening, no simple road family? It's Apple, and it's me, Mel. And and we're back in the studio. Mel and I made it back. They we're back from, from Mexico, Mexico, from sunny, delicious, a, eighty degree I Mexico. I can attest to this. They made it back safely, and it's good to have them home. And Darwin is elated. It's oh, just so Darby, happy. he missed you guys so much. I don't know that I am completely back i'm probably 80 percent. well back. you're physically back yeah my body is back from mexico yeah for sure the, the mental and well, part of the physical is still catching up dude i'm, dude. I'm back i'm i'm back are you yeah okay back i'm back effect. i mean i will say i'm 90 percent. okay it feels very strange to be in the studio doing this right now honestly it was a 
<laughs> it did feel. But you weird. said earlier. You said earlier today. You're like, it seems like a month. You're, you're like, we need to record tonight. And I was like, yeah, I know. You're it, like, it, it felt seems weird. like it's been a month or so. <laughs> it's been like a week and a half. You were like, Mel, we need to play podcast tonight. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> totally did. Yeah, man. Yeah. So this week's guest on No Simple Road, our homeboys, is the world famous Sponge. Sponge. We love you, Sponge. Sponge. They are embarking on a tour, Apple. Hey, this, Tell is, folks. this is very exciting for us and for them and for all of you. They are doing their first national tour. What? Yep. You are hearing this on the day they start, March 1st. They are uh, starting in Nevada City. And what you need to do is just go over on Instagram. It's at underscore sponge, S P U N J. And check out where they're going to be because they are hitting seven dates in California. Then they're heading to three dates in Arizona. They're hitting Colorado. And then they hit the East Coast. Connecticut, Rhode Island, uh, New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, New York again, Pennsylvania. And then they start heading back home for some special dates in Bozeman and Missoula, Montana. So I'm calling, I'm calling, uh, Saks and uh, I'm calling out to long strange putt and the dog pound all, on the East coast. Right. All They're going to be all there. around you. Go please, support, please support the boys. Our, our PNW homeboys out there. Sponge. And also they have something special today, a new release, a new single C into you. March 1st, so... Um, it's out on all the streaming all platforms. We don't have a copy of it yet, but you can go listen to it right now. That's right. Yeah. They need those streams. And check that and out. And you know what? I think in honor of Sponge's first national tour... Yeah! Let's give them, give them a round of applause. We're proud everybody. of you. Um, also, we're stoked because anytime we get boys inside the studio... It's always a fun time, and you will all hear the laughter and the fun that we had um, this, yeah, this with was this a good interview. Time. And for those of you keeping score with the No Simple Road home game, um, Mel and I w- will be giving you a full report on our journey to Fish Mexico and everything that ensued and took place down there. So um, keep your scorecards ready. Cause so, oh, the, so the memories are coming card? back. I don't know. The, me- the, me- the memories <laughs> are returning because you got how you're like, we don't know what happened. Uh, they slept it, for four days. I, yeah. I, I, well, <laughs> it's, it's, thir- it's Thursday evening right now. Mel and I arrived home late Monday, Monday, r- night. Monday night. I seriously haven't left the couch other than to do work for a little while in the afternoon. You the played work for a little while. I did. <laughs> it, yeah. It's, it's been a, a difficult reentry as well, they say. Okay. You got, no, no. What, what are we Mondays? Doing? Oh, no okay. simple road. Weekly. You rewind. started. Well, I how am I supposed to know? We were, I just said, how we am I gonna, supposed to know? I'm telling you now. Yeah, if you don't know, Jesus, if gosh. you don't know, now you know. Now, you know. now I'm really oh. going to forget everything. Now you have to tune into the Rewind on Monday to hear the whole story. <laughs> to hear what you say. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> not sure what, what's going to go down. But yeah, that we made it back. And thank you to everybody that hung out with us and high-fived us and that we saw down there. And yeah, it was super fun. And uh, 
So stop talking about it. No, it's for Monday. Also, no, okay, I just didn't, okay, we're gonna do it again. But special shout out to to Sean and Andrew and, and Meg, Meg and Jordan for keeping and Jordan, a, keeping an yeah. eye on Grandma and Grandpa, making sure they were okay they while did. they were down in Mexico. They, they, Grandpa <laughs> almost died. Yeah. yeah. Stop talking about oh, Mexico, yeah, Aaron. Hey, Apple yeah. started. Otherwise, it. I'm gonna just spill the beans, and I'm not gonna say one thing and, on Monday. And then Sponge is gonna be like, "They overdid our episode with Mexico." No, they would never talk. say that. They're gonna be like, "Dude, we love no simple road." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. also congratulations to sponge and our other homies Bodie mojo for selling out the good foot on the good foot's anniversary that was pretty dope that was yeah. awesome and it was a kick-ass night we wish we could have been there but you know we we can't be everywhere no we cannot I, be everywhere i actually can't be anywhere right now apple how was a uh, banshee tree and Yak Attack. B- Banshee Tree and Yak Attack was amazing. Uh, and I, I also got to hang out with uh, Sage from Sponge Aww. that night and had a great hangout. We, we were on the dance floor for a little while together. Uh, did you twirl each other ban- lovingly? Banshee. Yeah, yeah, we did. Good. Yeah, we got right down. On. We had we had some face off, Ooh, throwing it at each other dang. and stuff. And, dance fights. But it, it was it was amazing. <laughs> Banshee Tree just they just keep getting more and more like psychedelic. Ooh, and really? Tom on the guitar, Nick, Nick on that violin is so wicked, and uh, the lighting game. I saw Blake Chase. Uh, didn't they, Chase they, hook Ch- it up? Chase was there. Yeah, uh, I asked Blake. I was like, "Did you get more lighting?" He's like, I, "I might have to now because Yak Attack brought a bunch more lighting with them, and that play the place is already amazing, and the light show is just mind blowing. Really? For that little place. I'm sorry, I missed the light show there. Yeah, that they, is interesting. They they did a little thing. They Banshee Tree played. Dave came out from Yak Attack, joined on on keyboard, which keyboard added to what Banshee Tree does. Oh, yeah. Dave playing what? was amazing. Then they took a break. Then Yak Attack came on and brought the dance party. Oh. I didn't even get any video footage of Yak Attack because it was just the floor You're too busy was packed. Yeah, everybody was all over the place. And then at the end. They both all the both bands came out on stage. They had both drum kits up there. What? And yeah, and they did a whole collab with both bands. So oh, they, they, they did it properly. Right dude. on. I don't care. Wow. Well yeah, you were you were seeing you, you were seeing some I'm not jealous. What some weird band in Mexico or yeah, something? It's like oh, a mariachi no, thing. Going it was on like there. a one off. I can't talk about thing. it right now though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll that, that's later. Um anyway. Should we get the folks to this week's episode do of No it, Simple do Road a little with Sponge in the studio? Yeah, they want to hear. They want to hear what's going on. And maybe you can listen to this episode while you're driving to one of Sponge's shows. Oh, shit. How about that? You should do. How about that? Catch, catch Sponge that? outside. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Outside of PDX. <laughs> <laughs> Follow No Simple Road at No Simple Road on the social media thing. Is, is, is. That's right. Go to our website and do website stuff there. Yeah. yeah check well, out you, the merch. Get a tarot reading. See what we're up to, where we've been, where we're going. Go on Apple and put five stars and then and be get, like, oh, right on. Guess guys. What? We, what? What? We got another review. What? On February 22nd, we got from Canis Funk. Ooh. My favorite podcast, five stars. It, it'd be funny if it was like my favorite podcast and it was like one star. <laughs> We'd be like, what? The other ones suck. Uh, they don't get any. This is not my first five star review. Ooh. I can't say it enough times. No Simple Road is my favorite podcast. Aww. And you're our favorite I look person. forward to it every week. Thanks for the merch. Love y'all. Aw. Right Love on. you too. Thank you for the wonderful, sweet review. 
That, See, that's that's it. how you do that's it. That's all you got to do. It's that, e- it's that easy. We feel oh. like so much better, right, Aaron? Don't you feel like tw- so, so even better now? I'm going to keep my promise. Canis Funk, whoever you may be out there on planet Earth, please shoot me an email at info at nosimpleroad.com. You receive one free merch item from No Simple Road for leaving us a review. That's right on. Yeah, See? Yeah. That's, that's how that works. How that's done. And just so you know, Ben, I am working on your um, art piece after Mexico. You know, I got a little inspiration and read your email several times. So that is in the works as well. We pay up, maybe not fast, but we pay up. Yeah, we pay our debts. <laughs> we, we don't <laughs> forget. No, go, to, go over to patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. 2024 is the year of No Simple Road needing you to sign up on Patreon. Yeah. Look, here's the deal, man. If you're friends of the show, if you're friends of ours, if you listen to the show every week, if you even drop in once or twice a month. Yeah. Do us a solid. Throw a buck at us every month. Once Become a month. Part go, of hey, the family. Here's, here's a dollar, No Simple Road. And then we will keep doing this in perpetuity forever until we can't talk anymore. Well, so. just so, just know this. We're going to do it for indefinitely whether you give a dollar or not mm. however mm. when you give dollar five bucks ten bucks well we may not it do it for it, free forever no. but we'll it, definitely it, it, do it, it forever us, it makes us more excited <laughs> yeah it does. we're so excited about it face. but seriously yeah. man go, go over and throw us a buck every month if you're part of this family go get involved in the community over there there's a bunch of extra content you know the spiel that's the deal go to patreon.com for and then Nine seven one eight zero eight fifteen twenty four is another way to get involved in the NSR community. That is the tepid line. We have actually a couple of calls this week. Hang on, right a on. I was listening to the Sweet Lilies episode, and I heard the <laughs> statement: "Have the red and the blue really ever had your back?" No. And I thought, well, they have. If there's a crack down the middle that turns into a bolt. Yeah, and the, blue and the red might be more of a family than something that will make me halt in my tracks to support this political system. I just want to dance, groove, and smile at my friends who are going to listen with me to this jam. I hope that it's not going to be a 39-minute chalk dust. Damn, oh boy. What am I saying? I don't know. I think it might be time for me to go. All I wanted to say is that the red and the blue, the way I look at it, it's going to be something new. Oh, that's, that's dope. Dope. Use that is dope. The power of love over the love of power. Ooh. Thank you, Mr. Walton. Thank you, Mr. Walton. Thank you, Mr. Minor. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Banana. <laughs> well, that was... I love it. I want, I, okay, I, I love the whole John, thing. I want you to talk like that all the time. The that whole thing so was great. The chalk dust, the minor, the red and blue, got in your back, the love. You're right. All of it. It's great. Yep. You sound, uh, you're it sound right. Like a, like, a, like a hippie preacher kind of <laughs> like, like telling the oh word. God. I would love to see a skit. John, with you as the hippie preacher talking only in Fish and Grateful Dead songs for the whole thing. Do you, okay. There's a lot to unpack here, but I thank you, John, for calling Tepid Line, first of all. Second, you're fucking amazing. The most yeah. amazing part of all of that is that Mel understands the reference to thank you, Mr. Minor. Why? Because that makes me happier than anything. <laughs> That, Gracias, Senor Minor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's our next year's fish shirts. Okay. 
Um, so that's how you do the tepid line, everybody. Yeah, that is how you do it. Yeah, that, that was a perfect, very good display there. Example. And just so you guys know, there's some that we don't put on. One, maybe because they're too long. Two, because they can't really hear. So we are getting these wonderful calls, but they're not always on here for those other reasons because they can't yeah, sometimes, sometimes be the on quality there. Quality is yeah. tough. Rachel, we're talking to you. But yep. but not exclusively, Rachel. No, no but there, there's a few other people. But Rachel, we know that we're getting the tepid line calls from you. Just some of the, the sound quality is not there and, and we don't want to do that. And, yeah, like uh, you're going on a good note and then like half of it drops off and then like, the, yeah. that's not fair. And, and I just want to say it loud and proud. I am a proud member of the tribe. I, I'm a proud Jew. So just so just want everybody to know that for for Rachel. Because so everybody was, knows she was she worried was, about that. She was wondering if I was proud. And yeah. I'm absolutely he is proud. proud. He is proud. Yeah. I love, I love being me and, yeah. and part of that. And I'm proud to love you. That's right. So um, that's the tepid line, everybody. Yeah. That's that's the way you do that. And hey, do us do us one more solid thing and tell somebody you love about. No yeah. And, and, and when Sponge comes through town on the East Coast, go support them and say, hey, I heard about you guys on No Simple Road and I came out to see you tonight and I even bought this T-shirt. Oh, they'll be and, so happy. And they, they do have uh, new merch also. Do they? Yes, they, uh, yes do. they do. Apple knows about that merch. I saw it too. All right, everybody, here we go. Without further ado. The No Simple Road Crew gives you Sponge. Curling's actually really fun to watch people like buff ice. Have you guys? Have you guys ever had to work that broom? Like done? Yeah. Have you ever ever played it? No. I I I was part of my high school curling club for like three days, and then we went like super spun out on acid, and then we like never went again. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was like really wild. Uh, Downey was on that team. It looks kind of fun. Where where was where was said high school? Bridge well, Fairfield, Connecticut. Um, but the the rink was in Bridgeport. Um. So yeah, it was like very strange. So if you if you all are wondering, we're here with Sponge. We're here with oh, the we're professional. Oh, we're okay. <laughs> I didn't mean, I I didn't mean to tell hey. that on the air. Let's go. <laughs> Starting strong. Yeah. Ugh. I just so, out of Downey. Uh curling on acid. <laughs> uh yeah. Allegedly. 
Allegedly. We're making this shit up as we go. <laughs> no, it's... That sounds like I, taking it to a whole nother level. Like, wow. It definitely, like... I think it put it all into perspective. It was like, we don't want to do this. Anymore. Can you, like, can you like for real explain to me what are they doing um, to make that? Like, why are they standing there jerking off? Brooms? It melts so, the ice a so, little bit. So the it? ice is actually uh, like uh, pebbled, basically. Like it's graded. Like the ice isn't smooth. It's like it's like got, it's rough. Okay. So when you're brushing it, you're like smoothing out the ice to make the rock go to make further and faster, right? So like you want to smooth it out to make it go further, and then if it's going too fast, you stop. Like you don't want to brush. It's like it's it's weird. It's it's the dumbest sport on earth. It's like, <laughs> it's, it, it, but it's like it's like kind of exciting to watch sometimes when you got like nothing else to going on. But yeah, um, that happened. We were like I was like sixteen. I think I was like my junior year in high school. We just like joined. We they, they like put up flyers in our high school. We we're like curling club. That let's do it. Yeah, we're like we're like we're like hockey rejects. We all like grew up playing hockey, but it was like never tried curling. It's like something to do once you quit the <laughs> hockey team and become a stoner. Like yeah, let's just do that. And then, yeah, like the third week we did it, it was a Wednesday. Like my mom drove us there and we were all like spun as hell. Um, I, I don't think she knows this. Uh, I'm so, 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 sorry, mom. No. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, we, we quit. <laughs> End result is no. he quit. <laughs> uh, okay, let's start over here. Introduce yourselves and tell them who you are and what you do in, in Sponge. My name is Sage McComas, and I play the drums, and I sing. My name is David Richards. I play the bass, the saxophone, and sing. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, my name is Dan Undercuffler. I play the keyboards and synthesizers, and I also sing sometimes. And my name is Josh Harris, and I play the guitar, and I sing. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the, the house, gents. Uh, this is round two with Sponge. Re yeah. Redux. Yeah, thanks for having us back. Yeah, man. Uh, you guys are on your way through Portland on the way to Seattle right now? Yes, we're going to be uh, recording our third installment of the Snack Size EP series uh, oh. with our buddy Kevin up in Seattle. Uh, so look forward to seeing that soon. Uh, we're going to try and at least get a single out before we head out on tour. You know, there's only so many um, seconds in life. You, you only have so many days, weeks, months, and years on the planet. This and true. And so that means you only have so many much coffee. That's right. And it's really, <laughs> there's not enough, it's not enough time to drink shitty coffee, P period. So <laughs> let's do this. No let's, partner around. No, let's, let's. We're going to help out our make, listeners. Yeah. We're, let's make a pact, everybody. Let's drink good coffee in 2024. And the way you do that is by going over to our sponsor, Northbound, Northbound coffee, coffee Roasters. Roasters. This is a family owned and operated coffee roastery out of Mount Shasta, California, with a combined 22 years of coffee experience and over 600 fish and Grateful Dead shows between the proprietors, Keith and Jen. Yeah, that's a heck of a lot of shows. That's a high show count. And you know what? That show count is just as high as the quality of the coffee over at Northbound. They specialize in specialty organic coffees with a wide variety of roast profiles, blends, and single origin offerings to match the taste of anybody who enjoys a quality cup of coffee. And I'm talking quality. Head over to northboundcoffee.com to learn more and place your order today. They ship anywhere in the U.S. And their coffees are always roasted to order to guarantee you the freshest cup. Hey, how was how was your coffee lovers coffee? The coffee lovers coffee is my favorite so far. Me too. Okay, I just told so it lives I told up Keith to that to, yeah, I told Keith that today. Dude, the when you make espresso with the um with the coffee lovers, the crema on that particular blend is out of 
out of sight. Can I try it in the morning? Nope. Can't have it. All right. Did you buy any? This is what you're going to do, Apple. You can use the promo code No Simple Road, all one word at checkout for free shipping on any order of any size, your first order, any size, anywhere in the U.S. And you should sign up for their newsletter for additional discounts and inside heady info on our family over at Northbound Coffee Roasters. In other words, you're telling everybody, including myself, to go order my yeah, get your own, own bag yeah. and follow all the things they do. That's right. You won't regret it. No, you won't. I'm sure I won't. Northbound Coffee Roasters. Hell yeah. So what's the plan? Like you go up there and you do you spend the week up there? Or? Um. Yeah, we usually, I mean, try to get it all done in one chunk. If you've ever like recorded an album, you know, it can be like very tedious and can stretch way longer than you originally planned. So, um, what causes that? I mean, it can be a number of things. I mean, something I've realized is how good the engineer is dictates kind of how fast a project can go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, for example, with like a less experienced engineer, if you're like, hey, can we tweak this one little thing and they don't know how to kind of bit bop boop do it, it can turn into like a two hour ordeal where they're like having to figure it out. Um Another thing can just be like, you know, poor planning. Uh, if you, um, you know, uh, for example, like if you don't map the the BPMs and the bars and like measures and, you know, all of a sudden you're like, wait, uh, I think we went too long here. I think we were supposed to have a whole nother section and we recorded like it too short. Now we have to go back and redo it. Um, it can be just like you know, oh, I want to try a different amp tone. I want to try it with like different guitars, you know, it, it, yeah. I mean, it can be a number of things, you know. So it pays to have an engineer in your, on your side. That knows what they're doing. doing. Definitely. And I mean, like it, and I, I also feel like, uh, it comes down to like, there's so many different choices that could be, that we could make in the studio. And like, it's kind of the only time that we can put the songs under like a very finite microscope, and like really get the nitty gritty details down. And sometimes I think this time we've been pretty good about practicing the material before we head into the studio, but sometimes we go in and it's just like, oh, we know how to play these songs, but like we never really thought big picture, like how do we want them recorded? Mm-hmm. Like how do we want, the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like every time we go in, we're learning a little bit more about the recording process that so we make it easier on ourselves every mm-hmm. time. So it's like imperative that you guys get together, practice, be solid, and kind of have an idea of the overall structure you want definitely yeah we don't want to waste our time we don't want to waste the studio's yeah. time and it's just like yeah it's it's easier for everybody if if the if everything is tight we know exactly what we want and it's just easier to pitch that to the yeah. engineer just be like this is exactly what we want and how do we how do we do that let's just have a quick conversation so it's like sometimes the last couple times i feel like it was like oh well oh now maybe let's do this now maybe let's do that but um i feel like now it's just like we kind of know what we want does a process of going into the recording studio costs uh stress and strife between you guys oh yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. so my, you're amping wow. up for it yes oh my god Uh-oh. <laughs> Go for it. i think a lot of that's because you're cramped into a small room for like 10 hours 12 hours oh a day gosh. so anybody's gonna get a little bit ticked off at each other if you're cramped in a small spot for so long Absolutely. <laughs> so 10, 12, I was going to ask that. Like you're looking at like a seven, eight hour day. You're looking at like a 10 to 12 hour day for a few days. 
Yeah, it's pretty much all day long. Well, people will go in and out of the room during the recording process. Like if Josh is recording a solo, you know, maybe I'm upstairs practicing or something, trying to get another part perfect. But yeah, it takes a lot of work and it, it's tedious. Yeah. I mean, you don't think about that when you like no. when put you on put- an album, you just listen to it. You don't, I don't think about what stress and heartache and Mm-mm. all that went into recording that. You know what I mean? I would never. Like 300 takes of one solo. <laughs> oh do, you, do you burn out? Oh, do you oh, burn out on the yeah, solos definitely. after doing take um, after take after especially take? Especially if I don't have it mapped out, which definitely is, it helps to have it mapped out. But yeah, I've definitely spent several hours towards the point where I was like, I just need to walk away from this. Yeah. You give it a break. I would think yeah. like after, after so many takes, like, it's like saying a word over and over again. Like yeah, it just starts like to lose missed, its like, meaning. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, it's it's and especially for me, it's super easy to hyperfixate on one thing, and you're like, oh, this isn't sounding right. Like, you know, try different ways, try different ways, and then it's like you can't not hear it. <laughs> so oh, then no. you like you're listening back, and it's like, and then <laughs> so like sometimes again back to the engineer. If it's a good engineer, they know to be like. Hey, like walk out, let's go do something or like, you know, re cleanse your palate or whatever. And then, you know, you re listen back. You're like, oh, okay. Like I was just being, you know, like OCD about it or something. Yeah. I I would think a lot of times it's shit that nobody else would ever even fucking hear too. No, for the most part. I mean, you know, sometimes it can be obvious, but for the most part, it's, it's just because we've known these songs since they were like created. So you're just like, oh, like. It's not how it's supposed to be in my head, you know? Um, so, yeah. I I would think, too, that, like, it's hard for a band that's a live band to yeah. go into the studio and translate your sound and make it sound like Sponge. 2024 is coming in hot, man. Ooh, and we all need hot. we need all the help we can get. And, and one of the ways you can do that is by microdosing mushrooms. And, and we're going to make it easy for you. You're going to go check out Melt Mushrooms on Instagram. Go follow at Melt Mushrooms, M-E-L-T-M-U-S-H-R-O-M-S on Instagram. And check out all the amazing, wonderful flavors they have. Well, and they just keep upping the options here. They have the full chocolate bars. They have the single little mini bars now. And if you don't like chocolate or can't have chocolate, they have the capsules as well. And and my heart goes out to you if you can't have chocolate. And in each bar is four grams of their sacred mushroom blend organically grown and lovingly tended by the owners over at melt and there's a bunch of adaptogens and other things to make you feel amazing so you can micro macro minkro stinkro whatever you want dose you can make it melt 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 everything away and check it out too their latest collab for their coffee crunch is made with so slow bloom coffee limited supplies so hurry up yeah the coffee crunch is is goes quick pretty damn delicious man and for the month of february you are getting 30 percent off your bar so go shoot them a dm tell them that no simple road sent you they're gonna shoot you their menu and then you're gonna get 30 percent off your bar and uh you're gonna melt all the 2024 out of your hair that that's how it works man yeah melt premium mushroom chocolates right well that's that's kind of what i was what i was gonna say is like the the recording process is like pretty antithetical to like the entire ethos of like a jam band like what we're about is like being able to take risks and and do things we wouldn't normally do on stage and like like get to reap those rewards of taking cool risks and stuff like that but in the studio it's like 
sometimes you don't want to take any risks at all. Like mm. you want to get it absolutely perfect. Like it's, it's about just like getting it done, getting it on, getting it recorded so we can get it out there. Like it's, it's just about feeding the, the content machine that we mm. all need to keep fucking yes. feeding. Um, well, and also like on a studio, I mean, you can't have like a 20 minute, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a studio, you kind of have, to, it kind of has to be tight. It has to be, you know, like a little bit, clean so it's like we kind of have to be a lot more observant of like okay like when we're in the the jam part we you know it's got to be quick you can't be like we're gonna spend 10 minutes soaking on a groove before we start soloing you know it's got to kind of be in and out you know do you yeah. do you feel like the stuff that you've put out on the snack size eps represents you well Yes and no. I mean, I'm I me personally, I'm Sponge's biggest critic. I always think we can do better and be better, which is a good and bad thing. You know, like if I had thought we were the shit from the beginning, we would have never gotten where we are and as good as we are. But also I need to learn how to be like, this is where we're at and that's okay. And like people enjoy where we're at. Like yeah. I can't be like, you guys are wrong, you know, like um <laughs> we rule and you guys are all wrong. No, no, no. If no, if they're fans, they'd be like, You're dumb, we suck, you're wrong. Oh, you know what right. I mean? Like it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. So but so sometimes I'll like listen back and I'm like, God, dude, that's like horrible. And then I'll listen back and be like, actually, you know, this shit kind of slaps, you know? Like, um So is there a producer? No, we we haven't worked with well, the first album we did, like the one years and years ago, our first one we did, but um, okay. the snack sizes, no, we haven't done that. They got Rick Rubin coming in. Oh, that's right, right on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll hook you guys up. Are you, are, are you guys doing, who's, because you guys have a lot of YouTube content. You get a lot of your shows on YouTube. Are you guys setting up and filming that, or you got yeah. somebody mm-hmm. going well, around? Paxton helps us out. Mm-hmm. We have a good friend, Paxton. Um, Shout out Paxton. Who does a lot of, <laughs> yeah. when, he, when he's on the road with us, he traveled, he kind of bops around the stage with the DSLR, but we on our own set up four stationary like GoPro cams. Uh, we've got one on Sage, one on me, one on Josh and David, like in the front. And then we do one in the back of the room. Oh, cool. And then we okay. just kind of mix it together uh, with like whatever audio we can scrape together from the night and just try to, again, feed that content machine and just kind of get it out there. How do you feel about that content machine? It's exhausting, mm. um, but it's also like, it's kind of fun to be part of the rat race and just like, like, you know, if you really can stay on top of the content game, like it really does make a big difference and like people start to notice and it, it, it is a really good feeling sometimes. Like, I I mean, especially us, we grew up in the age of social media. It's like everything is just like instant gratification, just yeah. like nonstop. Mm-hmm. Just like we need that. Like I'm if, when I post something to the sponge account in the morning at like 10 a.m. by 11, I've checked the Instagram like five, six times. In like the last hour to see like how what we've gotten comments, we've yeah. got likes. Like, do I need to engage with these comments? Do I need to like message you? It's just like it's just like it's same. it's just, right. Mm. It's like it's exhausting, but it's also rewarding at the same time. It's not just being in a band. No, no, it's you not. have to be like every fucking thing. You're a band. You're a media production company. You're record producers. You're engineers. You're lighting guys. You're all of it. Drivers. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do all of our own booking at this time too. Oh, wow. Like it's uh yeah. And we just booked a eight week tour 
to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So pretty excited well, about let's that. Let's hear about First that. time let's going in, back yeah. East. First time that we're going to the East Coast. Yeah, we, we've got, so far we've got eight shows on the East Coast. We're trying to round that out to about a dozen. We've got some things in the finalization sort of stages. Um, so announcements on that soon. Um, but yeah, we're doing two weeks in California, mm-hmm. a week in Arizona, a week in Colorado, and then three weeks on the East Coast before we kind of swing back through Montana. What wow. what states are you hitting back east? Um, so far, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, New York, New Hampshire, and Vermont. Wow. And Rhode Island. So the, the jam band well. Yes, the, the New England <laughs> kind of circuit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. Are you playing with anybody that we would know? Are you just doing your shows? Uh, or um, Peak... I don't know if you've heard of those no, guys. from New York City, yeah. Um, n- mostly a lot of, like, local bands, um, like the Sponges, if you will, out there. Right. Um, so most likely not, but um, excited to meet them and excited to, you know, make a bunch of new friends. Are you how, do you, how do you hook up with, with people that like that, like that you don't know, that you've not played with before? I uh, guess this is more of a sage question, really. Um, so I've always like, you know, our Instagram's literally just like all bands. So, you know, we just go and follow a lot of bands. Um, and so it kind of, it usually works one of two ways. It's either we reach out to the bands directly and just shoot our shot and like, hey, do you want to play a show with us? Um, and they'll either say yes or no. Or we go to the venue, get the date, and then they pick the bands that we'll play with. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, with like with these states, it was kind of a mixture of both. Some of them we reached out, said yes, and then booked the date, and then some we booked the date and they reached out. Wow. That's, well, and then you are doing you're doing the what four dates with La Special. Yeah, yeah. That's that's here in the P and W. But yeah. Um, yeah. And that's in that's February. That's coming up. This Ooh. this well, I don't know when this is airing, but February fourteenth to the eighteenth. We'll get uh, it out before that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sick. Yeah. Um how did that happen? How did playing with the special come around? Um, well, la- we've we've done a couple shows with them in the past. Uh last first time was in Portland at the Star Theater in twenty twenty two. Last year these three did a trio show with them and Eugene at the Big Dirty. Um but they recently transitioned management, uh, but their old manager, Ryan Clausen, um, mm. was a big fan of ours and he really like really was rooting for us. So he made a big push uh, at 7S and Mike and all the guys representing Lay Special now. Like, these are your guys in the Northwest. So yeah. shout out to Claw. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah. Claw's a good dude, man. So um, we always need someone on our side, man, to oh, work it, for us. It, it, <laughs> we, we've got a lot of really great people in our corner that we've met over the last couple of years, and we're extremely grateful for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sage, let me ask you a tough question. Bring it on. How do you feel like it's going with Sponge? Horrible, dude. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I mean, honestly, I, I say like a bunch, um, you know, I blown away by what we've been able to do in a relatively short amount of time. You know, we haven't even been a band five years. Wow. And that's insane to that, me. That's including, you know, the year and a half of COVID. So, you know, if you want to count that or not. Um, well, and let me just, and Brian from Spafford says that we've only been a band as long as the four of us have been together, which has right. actually technically been two and a half, only Whoa. two and a half years now. Yeah. So, so anybody- how, yeah, I mean, however you want to think about it, a relatively short time. Um, 
I remember, you know, like when me and Josh started the band, like how cool would it be to open for Spafford? Done. How, you know, open for Twiddle? Done. Had them sit in, you know. Uh, how cool would it be to play festivals, headline festivals, you know. Start our Done. own festival. Yeah. yeah, throw our own festival, which, of course, you guys were a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been so many things that I, you know, I'm just like, holy crap, I can't believe we've actually done it. Um, you know, uh, how cool would it be, you know, go to a different state we've never been and people already have our shirts, you know, like Colorado. Um, and people flew out from the PNW to Colorado for the shows. So, um, yeah, as much as I can, like, be like, ah, oh, you know, um, either, you know, look at other bands and be like, oh, they're further ahead or whatever than us. Or, you know, they, I think I perceive them as better than us, um, which I can do a lot. I definitely am like, wow, I can't believe, you know, we've accomplished what we've done and still going strong. I mean, it feels like the momentum's like building up and up. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of us and really happy with what we've been able to do, even if I can gripe a lot. <laughs> well, that's a tough one too. Weird. We recently have talked about that several times, the comparison thing, you right? Start comparing yeah. yourself to other. And it's like, don't do you that. Can't. Yeah. You don't can't. totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, yeah, get, uh, inspiration, you know, maybe, have that small sense of like competitiveness, like which is healthy for anything you do really, but don't let it like get you down and kind of like impair you and be like, well, why are we even bothering if, you know, so-and-so is for, you know, cause that's just like, that's always going to be there. And I'm sure those people do the same thing, you know, like not to name bands, but I've talked with bands and when, you know, goose is where it's at and, been like do you get all like do you get down that goose has kind of gotten super far ahead and you know it's just like you can't do that because that's just not healthy no, I not think good. it's true with everything man like even in doing what we're doing you can't fucking play that game if you do it makes if i do that it makes me want to quit yeah it's exactly. all it does for me it makes me like well what's the fucking why point? even bother yeah i can't be the best or you know, why Why don't we have a million listens a month or whatever? Well, why know, hasn't Trey been on the show yet? That, oh. yeah. Hey, Trey. <laughs> Trey you, buddy. I know you're listening to this episode, so we'd have you on anytime. I know you Long time listener. Yeah, we got an open door policy for fish, like whenever, guys. Oh. I, oh I, I would be curious to hear from each of you how, how you feel like it's going. Yeah, because that's probably a different answer for yeah. everybody. I mean, I think it's going pretty well. A lot of the things we're doing were things that I dreamed about doing as a kid. So wow. I'd say if we're, if we're living that, I'd say that's a pretty, pretty good job. Yeah, Fuck it yeah. is. Um, I'd, I've got nothing but good things to say. I'd, I'm, I mean, not always, but. Right now, right now. Right now in front of the internet. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing but good things to say about where we're headed. I mean, I, yeah. I've been insanely excited uh, every day for this band and, and for where we're headed and what we can accomplish that I feel like uh, it, the possibilities are endless just so long as we can keep this up. Um, and I just, um, I don't know, every day I just wake up excited. I'm checking the email and just kind of looking for for angles and ways that we can just kind of keep this thing moving. And it just, it it's what, it's what keeps me getting out of bed every single morning. You know, it's wow. like, it's, it, it really is. I'm so excited about it. Like every single day. That's rad, so. Dan. I honestly did not think I would even be doing this. This was not my dream when what? I was a kid. I never 
really got into music at all. And um, yeah, it kind of just all happened. What, I think we talked about it last time. Like, how how exactly did it happen? Um, I was like diddling around on the guitar. I had a neighbor um, when I lived in Pennsylvania. Like, I heard him just playing slide slide guitar. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like it just kind of drew me over to his house and knocked on his door. It was like, hey, like you you playing that right now? He's like, yeah. And um, you know, one thing led to another. He sh- showed me some chords, and I just kind of like I was a skateboarder. You know, I was like I wanted to do that. And it kind of just all fell fell into place. How that's one of the things that blows me away about you guys. Like when you guys started Sponge, how long had you been playing guitar? Oh, uh, like a very barely, short, barely even like a year, probably. Jesus, Jesus, he, he, he only so I, much. He only knew his cowboy chords. Like I swear to you, he didn't know like a scale. He he knew his G C D, you know, Dang. and E. Um, Great job, thank Josh. You. That is like you guys. First of all, you're awesome. The band is amazing, and each one of you brings your own thing to the table. But to have that youth in your instrument and still be able to hold up the band like that—that's incredible, you know. And I'm, I mean, I think that you guys are doing fantastic. Truly. I really do like you guys. Every time I've seen you, you put on a high energy, unique individual show and everybody comes out of nowhere with different like surprises, which that's what I love about Sponge Mm -hmm. is that it's a a surprise every time. That's how I feel about it. I I was just going to say with Jaw, we've commented on that over, especially last year, year and a half. You used to seem a lot more shy on stage. Like, like wouldn't make yeah. eye contact as much and stuff. And we've seen more presence I, I was come gonna, out of That's you, what right? I was just going to say. Is it, uh, okay, we've talked about that several. Like, like holy shit. Josh is really... St- not that you weren't playing good no, before, I, I, but you seem yeah. more shy and weren't In my participating sure. with the crowd as much. Because it was also new, too. Yeah, yeah. that's when true. We saw you at Rhythms Ground last year at, at uh, Mojo Family Fest. That was the first time that I was like, Holy shit. Like I saw you for the first time on stage, like come out of yourself and you were playing for us Thank and you. it was fucking dope. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Yeah. We had a fun That's show. Really that was cool a great see. show. Was it, was it last year's Skull and Roses? You guys did the parking lot? Two years ago. Two years ago. It was 20 years ago. 2022. When you chipped your tooth. Uh, Oh, yeah, (laughs) I did. I chipped. uh, We did 500 miles. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I did. That was a kick-ass performance. Save that night. blew that Saturday night away (laughs) when it it was a dud inside the venue. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. They also, they stopped doing that. They uh, stopped allowing bands in the parking lot lot after that year. Well, they stopped allowing amplified music. You could do like Mm. acoustic stuff, but yeah, like no more like live performances. So we made it in the nick of time. Yeah. Yeah. We got super lucky. No, they canceled it because we jammed too hard, dude. Yeah, you guys shut it, you <laughs> guys shut it down. Shut it down. Absolutely shook that place. <laughs> I think we were blocking a road, though, one of the nights. I think the Saturday night that we got shut down, right? Um, there was too many people and like uh, vehicles couldn't get through. Yeah, because so we were next to that camp. through entry. Yeah. Oh, boy. A rumor, though, apparently um, somebody took a selfie with Keller Williams and, at the back of like this. Oh, house. really? Yeah. Apparently he was there. Allegedly. We still Allegedly. have no proof. No no actual proof. This is not a rumor, though. I don't know if y'all were there, but Jay Blakesburg uh, came and 
yeah. took photos of us too uh, that that year. Really? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, the, on the last year, he, he came on the la- the final the night. The last night, yeah. And uh, he shot us, and that's like where our relationship began with him. What I always Aww. thought that was the coolest part about that was Phil played, was the headliner that night. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, depending on how big his SD cards are, like we were like the next photos right after the right Phil after show. We on shared that an SD, SD card, card with Phil. It was, that, I mean, that's <laughs> cool to me. Oh, hell yeah, that's cool. Jay, uh, Jay Blakesburg, uh, he actually unplugged my amp while we are playing on accident because he was going around to take a picture and just stepped on the power cord. Oh, I was like, no. oh shit, where'd my bass go? I thought my amp broke or something. Oh, we were oh, like, God, he was, you're probably shitting your britches. Yeah, I was like, I fucked up. I fucked up in front of Jay. I, fuck. I had my oh, eyes closed. The, the one that did solo. it. That's funny. That was like wow. mid solo. I was like eyes closed. It's like kind of just in the zone. And I opened my eyes and he's just there with his camera. And I was oh, like, oh, shit. Dang. <laughs> that, that was what, ha- that was like me at Cervantes when I made eye contact with Frasco, like in the, in the middle of our set. And I see Andy Frasco in the crowd and I'm like, fuck, fuck. And for like the next 20 minutes, I was just like frozen at the keyboards. Just like <laughs> could not perform. Uh, but yeah, that, anyways, sad. Shout out to Andy Frasco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the homie right Hell there. Yeah. Um, I mean, doing anything creative is fucking hard. Putting yourself out there is hard. And especially like putting your art out there for other people to critique and see is hard. And the jam band world is so full right now. I like 2014 ish, 13, 14. It wasn't quite like it is right now. The, the pool was a lot thinner, shallower. And I feel like there's a glut of bands out right now. What do you think it is about sponge that like separates you from the pack? Um, besides our dashingly good looks, of course, that Sage, duh. Um, honestly, I think it's like part, at least part of it is, I think we're uh, really good people, people. Um, I think we, so much of what we've been able to accomplish is because we like either just walk up to people and like talk to them or like. You know, maybe it's a little bit uh, when we know someone has like, I don't want to say clout, but if we know, you know, we make an effort to talk to them. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, Play your cards right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think, even you know, like this right here. I mean, I can't exactly remember when we first met, but I know the second I heard, oh, they have a podcast. I probably made an effort to come and be your guest's friend you know? and, um so i mean i don't know if that's like a good quality if that's shady and i'm just uh you know you know what it's it's taking everything that you have and if you were if you did that and you were a shitty friend then it wouldn't last yeah. you yeah. know what i mean so you doing that and being super cool and also having a dope band then that's there's nothing shady about that that's just that's you like, know it's like seizing opportunity yes yeah which i've seen like personally like a lot of other bands like don't do um and you know i mean whether it's like they're just kind of shy or i don't know um i think also that goes into the next i think we're just crazy ambitious um like we all live in the same house together for years now um we've all like kind of you know, metaphorically signed a blood pact to like either we're going to 
the quote we've always said is we're going to play Red Rocks, you know? Yes. And that's not because I think we're like the best or the hottest, you know, band, but it's just like, by God, we're either going to die trying or we're going to do it. Fuck you know? yeah, man. So I, yeah, I would, I would say that, you know, probably. I think it's like, I think to tie into what Sage is, it's like, it, it has to do a lot with the hustle. Like we, mm. we live, our life is this band. Like everything we do in our lives is for this band. Like from, feeling. from, from, you know, the moment we wake up, it's just like, uh, even though some of us wake up later than others, um, <laughs> the, from, the mo- <laughs> from the moment we wake up, like we, you know, we, we live this band, everything we are doing is like, so that we can just keep this band going. Um, okay. And- so what's a day in a life of sponge, not on stage? Oh, well, it really depends on who you ask. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up, do a bump. No. (laughs) um, Because I'm the only exception in the band. I live with my partner, Sarah, in an apartment. The three of them live together. um, uh, And so Mm -hmm. for me, it's just a lot of just kind of sitting on the computer doing emails and kind of taking dabs and watching sports center. But that's, that's me. Uh, You know, everybody's a little bit different, but I I think the kind of the point is like, um, I can't remember who said it. I think it was actually Fishman. It was like, he, he doesn't have a choice, but to play music. Mm. Like we don't, I feel like we don't have a choice. Like we're not, like I, although we may be equipped with some other life skills, like we don't have ambition to do anything else in this world. Like we want to do this. Like this is what we want to do. We want to play music for people. We want to travel the country and have a great fucking time doing it. And so far we've been able to do it. It feels really fucking good. And I don't want to stop. Mm. It's kind of, I guess yeah. that's it. You know, it's like, we don't have a choice. This is just what we do. Right. Did you say, have something you want to say? I was thinking about it, but no, it's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Give me that mic back. So musically, what sets you apart from the pack? Um, okay, I at least for me, um, I I didn't get into jam bands until I was like almost like twenty two, and so I think what happens with a lot of people that start jam bands is it's what they grew up on. I think you know it, it's like been the one thing, and I think what happens is a lot of bands can like become a little redundant, not to like. Shit talk other bands no, or anything. No, you're allowed but to have an opinion. I so. think we've all I think we've all been to a show, you know, like a local band, an original jam band, and you're like, oh, that's just this fish song. Oh, that's just this dead song. Oh, you know. Um, and so for me it was like first, you know, and I grew up in Austin, Texas. So I was seeing, you know, because the way Austin like liquor licenses work, I could go to bars and see music at like 15. Okay. So I was going and seeing like every band that I wanted to see. So it was like Modest Mouse and the Pixies and Starfucker and, you know, so at first it was indie bands and then I got into punk music and then I was seeing, you know, Black Flag and the Gorilla Biscuits and, you know, a bunch of punk music. And, um, then I went to school and it was uh, for music and it was um, focused on world music. Um, so then I got into like Calypso and, you know, um, Latin music. And then I got into jam bands. So when the band started, it there was just, oh, and my dad is a reggae musician. So <laughs> grew up with reggae music too. So for me, it was just like, there was so much other influence 
besides fish that was like naturally there. Like I couldn't even mm. write a fish esque song if I wanted to because one, they're just too good and too gnarly. Um, so I think that at least sonically somewhat sets us apart because, you know, I I just didn't listen to a lot of jam band music until I almost started my own jam band. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Which I, well, that makes sense, though. With the, I mean, you already had a wide palette before you even got that. Just, which also every jam band guy says, oh, we're, you know, we listen to everything. Yeah. I know that's like the most cliche answer, <laughs> but, you know, it's true for me. <laughs> uh, I also didn't I didn't grow up on jam band stuff as a kid I uh, don't have any other musicians in my family and I started playing at, uh, like 11 years old I think and um, yeah I grew up listening to a lot of jazz and stuff I was into big band music and swing when I was a kid which is kind of weird like, that's cool uh, man. It, was, it was fun I had a good time that's why I started playing saxophone and then you know, all throughout like high school and I went to music school, I was mostly like into jazz music and like a lot of like 70s jazz fusion, like T-Square, like a Japanese band from the 70s. Um, you know, Charles Mingus, Charlie Parker, John Coltrane, that kind of stuff. And I didn't really get into like, I had like a like a heavy music phase, like right after college. And that's when I started kind of ding like did diddling around on the bass. And I didn't start really playing bass in a band until I met, a, met the Sponge guys. And I was like, hey, like, I just kind of started learning bass. Like, they were looking for a bass player. So I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> wow. Wow. They got a twofer with you. Yeah. <laughs> I think f for us, like, that show that we saw at, at Rhythm's Ground that you guys did, um, you don't know what to expect with Sponge. Like, there... There's no like, oh, this is typical Sponge song. Mm -mm. Every song was different. Every song had different flavor, and there was a surprise in every one of them. And I think that for me, that's what sets you guys apart is like, I can't, there's no pigeonhole with Sponge. It's different it's than gumbo. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And the name actually makes sense. Like, you've soaked up all this, you know, different inspiration from around the world and so what's coming out is unique I, I think definitely i think we're we're really lucky to have people who like studied music like sage and, and david who like really really understand their way around so many different genres of music yes. um that we're able to sort of approach every song like um i think to kind of tie back into what sage was saying like i think the best jam bands in my opinion like don't try to sound like jam bands like they just play kick ass music and then just take it into a place you've never heard before. Yeah. Um, like I, I even sometimes like I struggle to call fish a jam band because like, yes, they do jam, but like their music is kind of all over the fucking place. And oh like, my God. Oh, when yeah. I think of jam band, I think of like four dudes in flip flops, like on a beach in San Diego, <laughs> just like kind of just like being like, <laughs> it's just like kind of just nonsense. Um, but like I, when I see like real musicians, like playing just like, music that is good and like taking it to a place you've never seen before like i think that's like what a jam band is about mm -hmm. like i'm I feel like we're really lucky to be able to explore so many different genres and so many different kind of tastes and sounds a band that can go from playing like rocky top to split open and melt exactly to yeah, yeah right to that's that's a musician that's For somebody sure. that's versed in 
the school of music, the language of music. Right. That you can't like jam band that. And I, I think that that whole term has been watered down and overused. And I would it's, agree. It's definitely. an easy way to like put something into a category that really doesn't fit. It, it's it, hard to describe when you see like, you know, oh, what kind of band is Sponge? You say jam band because it kind of covers a lot, but that's not really 100% accurate. And it's like that with a lot of quote unquote jam bands. Like they're good musicians, but like, okay, they jam and that's why you're calling them that, but that's not necessarily what their flavor is. I feel like that about Goose. Like if you listen to a Goose studio album, kind of not a jam band. It's it's more indie music as far as I'm concerned. Like- you know what I mean? And but they happen to play 30 minute versions of their songs or whatever. And I think that's just taking music to another level. And now we've put that into a and that, category that jam bands become such a broad term. It like encompasses so much. And like Rick from from Goose hates that moniker. A lot yeah, of sure, bands yeah. do now. It's like, don't we're not a jam band. We're a band. Like yeah. don't jam like yeah don't throw us hey yeah but not a jam Fuckers. band don't throw us in that category yeah Sage always says that jam band's kind of like a dirty word a little bit because <laughs> people hear jam band and they automatically think of like smelly hippies and yeah, yeah. it turns like, it turns a lot those. of people off to it immediately that aren't into that jam band thing I feel That's like it's true. a question every jam band dances around when people are like oh what kind of music do you play uh, and we're like uh, psycho fusion hillbilly <laughs> rock and roll jazz well because what do, what can you truly say to really get like for people to understand there, there's not one or two words that you can really right. put into a box so like you just kind of got to see it yeah yeah I when I get asked the question I try to what I usually say is like there's at least there's you'll like one song. I was like, it's it's all over the place, but there will be one song you like. You know, if at you don't least. like it all, you know, there, you're gonna find one. We 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 go so much all over the place. Like you'll at least like one song. Which, so. which to be fair, I mean, like we've all seen how like thousands of people descend on an amphitheater to see like. Hootie and the Blowfish or someone like play one song. So I mean, give us a chance if you're gonna like one song. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I it's only fair. Be with you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like they're gonna they're gonna sit through a three hour Hootie and the Blowfish to hear one song. Just you can sit hit. through like ninety minutes of Sponge to yes. hear a tune you might right. like. Right. I think it's a fair exchange. We kind of did that. We uh. Were you there for a tra- Did you go see Train with us, Josh? I did not. Oh, so me and my girlfriend, Audrey and Sage, saw Train at uh, the Cuthbert. We kind of hey, just went like sister. into the show waiting for the, hey, so sister. Like, finally, like an hour into the show, we're like, okay, we can leave now. Oh, shit. <laughs> but what's funny, though, is David was so accustomed to how jam bands work. He's like, they're probably not going to play it. And I was like, no. They are a hundred percent going to play it. it. That's they're, they're probably saving it they're for the last song so that nobody leaves yes. halfway through the show. And I was like, I'll make a bet with you right now. It's in the contract. Yeah. Like it's necessary. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so you mentioned um, playing Red Rocks. Yes. Right? That's like the the dream. Favorite venue to play. Yeah. Been, yeah. Yeah. been there. Yeah. Done that. Yeah. 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 Green room is you Trey, ass, Trey Josh tried to get into the green room. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um. When you have a dream like that, right? Other than doing the work to get there, what do you do to manifest a dream like that? 
other than doing the work. Just be like, please, 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 please. Yeah, just <laughs> spam them. <laughs> um, oh I mean, I, this kind of ties in with doing the work. I think having a solid understanding of the business, which mm-hmm. kind of ties back to like, you know, one thing that separates us. I think a lot of people like when they're, you know, going about this journey, they don't really understand the steps and like kind of, you need to do this before you can do that before you can do this. Um, so for example, like one, one um, example. you know, uh, before we play Red Rocks, we're obviously going to need Colorado market history. Like we're going to need to play Colorado. Like a desert. we're going to have to sell out the Ogden and the mission mm-hmm. ballroom before, you know, mm-hmm. um, you most likely we're going to almost need to go coast to coast and play almost every market in the country. Um, I also make a funny joke that when I say we're going to play Red Rocks, that counts opening for a band, too. Oh, <laughs> I never, yeah, said, yeah, never said headline. Stage. Yeah, we Absolutely. Are. We open, we're good. We can call it quits. Shit, then. man. Frasco says he sold out Red Rocks, and it was during COVID, and they only let, like, 400 people in. What? Oh, right, right. Oh, so counts. 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 Count it. Well, sometimes it takes somebody a while to get. Like, when we went and saw Green Sky, we were there the night Holly Bowling took the stage. With them, it was her first time ever on stage at Red Rocks, and she lives in Colorado and plays with Holly everybody. Bowling? I thought yeah. she lived in Pretty San sure she lives in San, San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. Oh, I thought yeah. she lives in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought she lived in Colorado. She that's was visiting. Up, that's right. When nice we interviewed her, she was yeah. in that's her house. During we'll, we'll edit this part Fake out. news. Yeah. Fake <laughs> news. <laughs> All right. Well, she should have played there before, but then she comes in as a guest, and it was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. I, yeah, Holly's sick. Shout out to Holly. I think... And her new baby. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> having having a dream like that, you gotta have little ones along the way that like mile markers. mile markers along the way. Yeah, of course. And also like I think seeing yourself just like in your head doing it and feeling the feeling of doing it like it already happened. I think that like that visualization make factor it, make it come into reality too, because your brain is it. your brain is the thing that's making your whole reality. Like I'm in your movie right now. Way to go, Sage! And <laughs> thank you, thank yeah. you. Have you all been who's to Red Rocks? Who's directing <laughs> my movie? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. But who's who's all been to Red Rocks? Is I everybody? Haven't. No, I have. You have. Yeah. Okay. I think I just Josh. Yeah. No, jo- I have oh, Josh. Dang, Josh. Okay, who'd I, you see? Uh, I saw Twiddle, and I think it was. Stick figure, okay. Um, and I, we were like up in the nosebleeds, and like I was with there with like my friend and his girlfriend and his girlfriend's dad, and he like for some reason like loved me, like it like he just kept buying me beers, but like he snuck us down to the fourth row, and then like during set break. Mahali was like, Oh, yeah, we have like a really su- like special surprise for you guys when we come out. And Phil Lesh walked out. And I, got, I was oh, like, shit. Fourth row. I was like, Nice. Like, this is it. was a great show. Oh, they did like um, Shakedown, of course. Of course. Yeah. Wow. Who was snoring? The, the, ju- like, the juice oh, was worth the squeeze there. What was that? I, that, that was you, Sage. <laughs> that was totally you, Sage, being mean. No. You're directing, yeah. you're directing your movie and then you realize it. You're the cut, 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 cut. Yeah, I, I, self, I produced, directed, edited, <laughs> starred, and wrote the, the sound, bit. everything. <laughs> I'm all the characters. It's uh, when like a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> yeah. When you. Uh, when you guys go get ready to go out on tour for the East Coast, are you preparing for that 
differently than you would for a run out here? A little bit. How so? Um, promotion is everything when you're mm-hmm. hitting new markets. Um, we need to be approaching it from every angle possible. Um, and I mean, especially when you're returning to other markets too. I mean, we, we just need to be promoting the hell out of this uh, tour, basically. Is that just Instagram? Um, yes and no. Um, and Facebook. And Facebook. <laughs> and Instabook. Um, we're trying MySpace. to trying to get some uh, stuff going with relics right now. Trying to get some like uh, some placements with them, and just it, it's just about they in in advertising and marketing. They say like uh, it takes you like three to five um, times of like seeing a logo or seeing something in order to register it as like a trademark or as mm-hmm. as like a as like something that's a recognizable logo, right? Like. In terms of like seeing the McDonald's arches, like you see that everywhere. So like if as immediately as you see it, you're like McDonald's, like you start yeah. associating it with everything. If people, if we can just start getting that name on as many fucking channels as possible, like people will just start seeing the name. It's about brand recognition. Like Sponge is not just a band. It is also a brand. Like we are a brand we're trying to yes. represent like in a much bigger sort of idea than just like a musical entity like we're a business that's operating as well we had a we had this guy henry kaiser have you ever heard of him uh, he's no, played with like so. he played with garcia and okay he, he's old heavy cat anyway we had him on the show and i think it was him and he was like uh a, a band these days is just no, a vehicle to sell t-shirts it wasn't him. it was maurice tanny more oh yeah <laughs> but Kind of true, basically, yes. right? Like, yeah, seriously. I would say we make about fifty to sixty percent of our revenue on tour f- from merch. Fifty to sixty? Uh, no I shit. I mean, probably. yeah, I'd say like forty to sixty. Okay, maybe yeah. a little, maybe a little bit under, but there are definitely nights we make more from merch than we do from the door. That definitely. Yeah. But wow. merch is a big, um, like, <laughs> what what's the word I'm trying to like um, investment yeah. too. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you're making this. <laughs> you're making music. You're making clothing. You're making posts. You're filming. Fil- yeah, filming. I mean, if I guess if it's your life, then who, then it doesn't matter. You'll you're gonna do whatever it takes. Right. So I guess I'm. We're not doing anything different. <laughs> we're doing the same shit. We're just not playing music. Yeah. And we're doing we're our merch online yeah. through a fulfillment. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. but we have to do all that same yeah. fucking no. dance. Well, man. like if you want, if you want to be recognized, that's like that's the game, I guess. And it's wild that having to back to the content thing, like what I see bands having to go through to promote a show now. You have to be like sketch artists. All with no support too. Like, you know, back in the day, there was like these big music, um, you know, uh, entities that would take the band and then they would fund everything. Yeah, like a record contract. They'd have their photographers and all that. Riding around in limos and shit. Yes. Like, yeah, that'd be be sick. But now, but now you have to do all that and more with no support. Yes. That's insane. With, you you really do have to want to with, do this. With and, venue oh. expenses getting more, uh, like merch cuts getting more from venues, like they're taking a lot more from us as artists now, and like we're getting way less too. Like it's like it the the model in terms of like what we can even earn from these shows. Yeah. I I like from what we're being told from like back in the day is like we we couldn't you know. It it seemed to be much easier back then to actually yeah. like make a living off of touring and and doing this thing. Um, but I mean, 
thankfully we've we've had you know we've been lucky does everybody in the band only do the band or you work in day jobs oh yeah we all work we yeah we've got we've got day jobs yeah 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 pulled a 14 hour on friday dang (laughs) david (laughs) no you didn't i did no me and so me and sage work together at you green farms it's like a trim scene basically we get trim weed and stuff and then <laughs> me and josh work together at a restaurant called cornucopia in eugene <laughs> shout out to cornucopia shout, shout out cornucopia <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah. so fuck you green's got wow. pretty good weed too i've discovered because uh nectar carries them and i, I was like oh, <laughs> and then i and then i tried some because I, I do a lot of dispensary it was like okay this shit's pretty good it's pretty nice yeah. uh, i don't really smoke <laughs> I don't really smoke much. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm kidding. I don't really smoke much weed anymore, but it's not, I like being around the plants because they smell really nice. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, should I just start smoking weed again? I'm like, no, don't do it. You're gonna get scared. Does, does yeah, weed make you it, it didn't used to, but when I was like 23, for some reason, I just started every time I would smoke weed, I would just get really anxious about everything. Uh, I think I was just having like a bunch of existential crises, like, holy shit, I'm just turned 23, done with school, I'm an adult now. What am I gonna do? That is okay. pretty scary. And then weed puts a, a spotlight on it. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I just wanted to relax. No, no I'm the same. Can't do it. I just wanted to relax. Okay, right. so besides Red Rocks, what's another kind of pinnacle or what's another thing that Sponge wants to attain or get? Be booked on Jam Cruise. Oh, ooh, yes. Be booked on Annabelle. Hulloween. Oh, yes. The Peach Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Peach is done. Oh, I well, heard. then shoot is, yes. dang. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we got there. We got there. Sad. Um, what's the one in uh, in uh, uh, Rothbury? Electric Forest. Okay. I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah, just playing all the really cool, like, iconic festivals, um, you know, obviously. That's got to be a little bit easier these days because I'm looking up at these lineups and there's a lot of the same people playing. It's the same. It's yeah. Very repetitive. Right. They well, got to that, have some. That's the problem is it's kind management. of just like a, it's, it's just rigged. like, a, it's like a boys club. It's like all of these, there's like five agencies that just like have a hold on all these spots in the festivals and they're like, oh, I'll give you this big band if you if you take my seven little bands. Oh. Right. So it's like, oh, you don't get this band unless you take my other seven oh, little okay. bands. Right. So it's like, why haven't you guys tried to do get management? Uh, we, ha- we, we, well, have. okay. So it's a, it's, <laughs> if you're we, out there, please. No. Okay. So we, group. it's kind of been a personal choice. Like there, that's also true. We've, how went, rewind. Um, so they're obviously huge agencies, right? They represent yes. the top artists, but they're smaller agencies that represent local bands. Um, and we've had experiences where we've either had friends who are on these agencies and it comes with gripes and, you know, when you have to be given like a lot of attend, like the agent really has to be like putting in a lot of work. Like they want to build you up, you know? So it behooves them to build you up because that's how they're getting paid. And if, and if they don't do that and you're kind of tied to this contract where they Mm. can, they're the only ones that are allowed to book your shows. Like you can't book outside of them. You can quickly become pigeon held and, you know, not grow as fast as, you know, uh, Whatever, and so we've gotten pretty good at it. I mean, we, you know, we're pretty good at, like, being able to represent ourselves and work with professional bands. Like, 
Spafford and Lee Special and, um, you know, others and festivals as well. So we basically, we're kind of just holding out to get onto the big agencies. Like we've kind of made that decision where it's like, we don't want to go through an awkward trial run with a smaller agency. Um, you know, and of course, like no offense to bands that do, and we're not, I'm not trying to, you know, again, personal opinion and choice. Right. Um, so, you know, but basically, you know, our idea is like, we want to be on the agencies that, you know, dogs and Spafford and the big guys are on because that's how you get into those big festivals. Like you can't really self-represent yourself into big national multi-million dollar festivals. Like, cause they only work with the Mm -hmm. amount, you know, those agencies. So we are just kind of like what, you know, we're basically waiting till we can come and we kind of feel like this is the year, but basically (laughs) like go, uh, go to them and be like, Hey, look, like we have played, the West Coast, Colorado, the South. So you the, legit the have to Coast. give them your resume of like oh, places that you've yeah. and and here are numbers like we you know we can pull like this amount in like twenty different markets like fucking take us come on what do <laughs> we gotta on. do you know but, um, but basically it's gotten to the point where like we have learned so much about the music industry in the last few years doing this thing that like we can do just as much for ourselves and keep that 15% cut we would give to management or an agency than a smaller booking agency would be able to do for us. We have the connections. We have the know-how. We have the hustle. We can do it for ourselves and we will continue to do it for ourselves because the way we see it is like the smaller agencies, like there's very much a ceiling as to like where they can take you. And it's like, they're a lot more reluctant to pass you off to a bigger agency. If like you're their big. Yeah. Why would I I give my, my good moneymaker away? So we're not, so it's like, it is, it is in our eye, like way worth it to hold out. Even even for like one of those, like, you know, B tier agencies, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's, that's kind of where we're looking right now is to kind of start pitching in that direction. Um, I guess. Cause it's like, yeah, it's like, why would we go to an agency where their biggest band is just like arguably as big as us? Like there's no room to go. Like now it's just like the only benefit with that band now. Well, and the (laughs) only benefit is just like, now we don't have to send emails, but we're basically doing the same thing. And you're giving away 15%. Exactly. You know, cause, cause the thing to like think about is, when we get signed to that agency with big names, now it behooves them to be like, oh, well, I represent pigeons. I'll let's have you open for them for an entire run. Oh, I, you know, have a this band like now it's in my best interest to have you open for them and get bigger. And so now we're kind of like cutting corners and getting totally. You makes know, sense. It's, it's just a much faster, you know, uh, way to do it, even if it might kind of take us we're doing a lot of work, like booking an eight week tour by ourselves is like so much, you know, and I really got to give props to Dan because he's been doing the Shout majority out Dan. of the work. Shout out Dan. Dan. Um, Sage helped too. I brought him coffee. No, hey, that's a big thing. Well, right I there. mean, you're right. a freaking team. You're a band. You can't like just one of you do everything because that will burn that one person out you have to spread the love for sure yeah definitely yeah oh, oh yeah get Mel. side eye action can't, to can't Mel. have to do everything because it will burn that one person out anyway 
Unless they're Actually, really passionate, <laughs> then, say, then they're yeah. fine. They could do everything. Do you guys, do you guys or, need the room? Or, 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 when you're, or when you have an ear that the other people don't, and you're such a perfectionist mm. that there's yeah. no way the other people <laughs> no. can do it. So, oh. Don't worry, we'll edit this part out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, changing subject. Oh, yeah. I, I got a totally oh dumb question. All right, sweet. Because I, I just want. I want to know then. I this one's for Josh. Has, <laughs> Let's go. Has, has any, have you guys thought Fucker. of doing it or has anybody showed up to one of your shows dressed as a sponge? No. No, not fully dressed. We've had people bring sponges. And like, and oh, yeah. sponges. that girl Talia's. Yeah. Yeah. Talia's. I just man. picture, I, I can picture like a mascot, like SpongeBob almost or something with uh, the person's face sticking out like your hype man. That like, sounds like uh, you want to do that, Apple. Kind of. Can I do it, Apple? I did find a, you can buy these like giant, like six by six foot uh, sponges on the internet. They're like $250. Oh but gosh. I was kind of like, maybe the next time we do camp suds, like let's get a couple like huge ass sponges and like make like a sponge mobile out of them or something. Hell yeah. Let's okay. hear about the last camp suds. Cause we weren't there. I want to hear yeah, how it went. It, it was cold. Very really? It was super so, cold. Yeah. It was, it took place over Halloween this year, okay. which Halloween, October yeah. up here, it's very cold. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, literally when we were on stage both nights, like it crept down to like 28 degrees. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. It was, it was insane. Um, we had heaters and bonfires and stuff going for the crowd, but it like, it was, it was cold. It was still cold. It like even, cold. even with so, like, heaters and, and fires, um, I will say it was because it was Halloween. It was super fun because there was costumes like, you know, everyone was basically dressed up both days. And that was really fun. And uh, our sets, we, we did two sets each night, but um, one set each night was themed. And so we got to dress up and um, kind of like do a little bit more or there was there was reason to kind of go a little bit further yeah. in the, in the yeah. goofiness. Um, uh, oh, oh, and we held the first Camp Suds Olympics, which was, that was my fun. favorite. That was that my was favorite so part fun. of the whole weekend. It what's, was so what's cool. The Camp Suds Olympics. I, it was a bunch of different games. Like we, we, it was like a, it was like a points based thing of like we split up into teams. So it was Team Sage, Team David, Team Dan, Team Josh. We each had like six or seven people on our teams, and we did like a like an egg relay race, right? It was, yeah, it was in it was in the spirit of like summer camp. You know? Okay, yeah. even oh, though yeah. it wasn't during summer, the idea was like you know we're gonna do all these silly goofy games. Um, and yeah, uh, at, well, first I was kind of thinking I was like, man, like. Is anyone going to, like, enter? Are we even going to have people? Are we going to just be, like, you know, begging for <laughs> for people to be Just uh, look interested? super lame. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. This um, game. And <laughs> when uh, we go, we had the bullhorn, and we, we start making the announcement. We, like, made the round around the whole property, letting everyone know. And we had, like, almost too many people enter. Oh, it was, like, okay. we had, like, almost 30 people. It was more than that. And we were hoping for, like, four a team, and we ended up having, like, eight almost per okay. team um yeah and we did uh there was like a spoon and egg race uh we did uh th uh the three-legged race we did um tug a, of a, war. A, tug a of war big game of tug of war and a, and our, uh, our friend jesse made a giant thing of jenga 
like a giant, oh, like a oh, yeah. four, oh, four, four foot tall Jenga. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that got yeah. intense. And actually. that got really <laughs> intense. And that was that was probably the the probably the most fun. Okay, game so who won? The, uh, yeah, whose team? Woo, Dan! I, 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 I almost didn't even make it on the scoreboard. Everybody allegedly Dan won. I still think my team won. Honestly, David's team won before the scavenger hunt, and then after the count of the points from the scavenger hunt. And then what happened? How much was that scavenger hunt worth, you guys? I left them alone for five minutes to do the scavenger hunt, and I came back and we lost. That's it. That's all it took, David. Wow. Yeah, it was really it was awesome because people got super into it. Like you know, people are competitive, man. Yeah, and there was there was one point during the three legged race where there was a tie it was um it was it was our but uh it was rick and uh you, okay it was david and rick and then alex and julian i think it and was. i know of course not every, you guys know about julian but for yeah for just to make it visually easy everyone was over like six two so it was like it was two teams and everyone was six two and they were just going for it. Like, they're, like, dragging each other, like... Like, long strides. Like, they were, like, sprinting in three-legged race form. Like, it was, like, insane. Oh it was wild. It was super fun. And then, uh, yeah, at the end of it, um, they couldn't... Uh, I, I, don't, I can't remember if it was Dave's team or the other team. They couldn't stop themselves fast enough, and they just truck this girl who wasn't looking and just oh, totally, no. like... Oh, no. That definitely was Bam. not us. That was not me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, and then the other funny thing, um, our buddy uh, Brandon and Davey, I, I don't you, you you've seen them before, but might just uh, not know the face off the top. He was like going so fast he starts like dragging Davy like she couldn't keep up and he's like just going <laughs> for it and she's babe. like almost falling and he's oh. like just like come on it was yeah it was super fun that was on like that was the highlight for me um personally for the whole weekend even though like the right shows on. were fun and other parts were fun to me that was just like the coolest and like the most like I don't know some you know. good old fashioned fun with yeah, the gang. yeah. Fun. <laughs> especially when you think nobody like like no totally I was, do this I was and then everybody's like fuck yeah oh they were pumped yeah, like they cool. were they were like really cool. so into it um, it was a good day too it was sunny we like didn't get much rain I feel like the whole festival either. no it was it not rainy rain at, at all it was actually clear and I I think that's that's the problem with the northwest when it's clear out it gets cold cold as yeah. fuck there's no clouds <laughs> to hold the heat down yeah exactly and then it's just like all the heat went away in the in the at night and just like 28 29 degrees is it going to happen again uh, what Halloween sets? Uh, Maybe the just, Olympics. Just period, but we anytime sets. This oh. year we are looking at a ninety percent chance of no. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, un yeah, we can't get the dates we wanted at the fairgrounds. Um, it's a big complication. It's right next to a racetrack, so all summer long there's races every weekend. And if you want to deal with the noises from all those engines. We just kind of can't put up with that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. We just It would be like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. And then on top of that, I mean, to throw it, it almost takes like three months of planning and like it kind of takes away from like everything else to do with the band. Like you all know, your focus has to go on. Yeah. That. And well, so we end up like, then we're super far behind on booking the next tour. Um, and we have to like black out six weeks in either direction in the Pacific Northwest. Like we won't, we don't want to play Portland bend or Eugene. Cause we want to be able to sell those tickets. Like oh, if people yeah. come out and camp and it's like, basically we just have to like 
give up a lot in order to do this festival and it's just it's not worth the sacrifice of this right. but yeah. but I will say we've said this every year we throw it <laughs> that's true so, yeah. and then who knows you know we, um, we'll see at camps next year yeah see at camps yeah. next year is there something that you all do before you go on stage to get your mind right like something that sponged <laughs> us together or is it an individual thing or both uh, we always do like a hoorah thing or yeah. we try where you know Hands everyone in. puts their hand in the middle and We'll say a, a whatever it is that night. It's usually a joke that was going on like that day, you okay. know, like greasy let's burritos get, on three. Let's get tropical. <laughs> yeah. Usually just like a very dumb inside joke that like makes no sense at all. And then, I mean, I feel like uh, sometimes Sage makes us do vocal warm ups, which is yeah, helpful. I'm a, I'm a big Definitely stickler. Very helpful. That. Um, you know, like, oh, how I love to sing. That was really bad because I got nervous, but, you know, we do our arpeggios and, you we'll, know. We'll put some Melodyne on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll auto-tune auto that. Okay. Uh, sound like Akon. Isn't, isn't Melodyne, like, where you could pull out individual frequencies from chords and stuff well, like that? Well, it's basically, like, if you have a vocal track that you're, like, recording and, like, you can just, tr like, take the whole vocal track and, like, move pieces around so like if you got the if you were like off a little bit on that note you can just like just like drag it down a little bit so now it's like your voice is perfect so it's like a it's like a digital oh, chop shit. up of the voice track that you kind of oh, use shit. in the studio process hey. to make your vocal track perfect all i was gonna say is it's not like a drastic change like it's pretty small movements with the vocals like with melodyne so it's not like it's not like using auto-tune where you like can sing pretty much anything and it'll still be on tune. On tune. It's, it's yeah. more just like small little adjustments that you can make. That's cool. It's like a post-production thing. It's not something you can use Yeah, like yeah. Live. I remember when it was very first coming out and mm -hmm. I watched like this whole presentation with, with the guy that was making it. It's really dope. Yeah, I, was, I um, was having a conversation with Marcelo from Family Mystic the other day and he's like, yeah, we, we swore that we would never use Melodyne ever. And I was yeah, like, yeah, that, make, that makes sense. You guys are fucking perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are love you dude. so much. It, almost too perfect. Yeah. Man, they <laughs> do. <laughs> How do they Investigate do family mystic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. They Someone are blameless. <laughs> so now they've all listened to us for an hour and they're dying to come see Sponge and they live on the East Coast or they live up here in the Pacific Northwest. Where do they go to find out when and where? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked. Um, we have a website that has all of our dates. Um, that's probably the most like straightforward where you can just go and bam, you know, just go mm -hmm. into the tour tab and www.spongemusic.com slash tour. Yeah, S P U N J. Okay. And if they want to follow you on the gram, it is at underscore sponge with a J. With, with a J. a J. All right. Wait, hold on. I got I got one last question. Yeah, this, let's this keep talking. Is, we got is, nothing to do. Sage, be quiet. <laughs> this is guys. specifically for David. Just wow. for David. That's right. Oh, damn. That's right, David. One more. One more. Now I'm nervous. We all know, we all know you, you play in Sponge and everything, but I'm just wondering, how was your experience playing in the No Simple Road Ooh, holiday yes. all-star fucking band? That was amazing, man. It was, a, it was really refreshing to play. It's been a... It's been a minute since I played with like a bunch of other musicians that I don't normally play with because I played in when I joined Sponge. I was in a couple other bands, too, that I'm not in any longer. But it was really nice to get some like fresh ideas from people. I had a blast. And thank you guys for having me be a part of that. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being a part of it. Yeah, that was, was so fun. 
kick well, ass. And that seemed to be the consent of everybody that by the end of it was like, that was so fun. And we figured like everybody knew each other because you're all yeah. local bands. And yeah. And that wasn't the case. We heard from everybody. It's like, I had never met them. I had never seen, you know, like, yeah. you know, it, it was a lot of connections made and everybody, it was amazing how yeah, good you, you guys sound with very little rehearsal. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. yeah. I think the only person I didn't know was a uh, Scott from uh, Garcia birthday band. I'd never yeah. met Scott before, but he's super great. Super great bass player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It was a, I, I hope we get to do it again. Oh that yeah, well shit. I hope you guys have me if you yeah, want to do it again. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, it was fun seeing You're in. it was fun seeing you play sax with Sean, you and Sean playing. It's always oh fun God. playing with Sean. Yeah. It's also been a long time since I played like a whole show on saxophone cuz I play bass a lot now, so it was it was really like it was nice to just play like a whole set of just saxophone. It's like feel made me feel like I was in college That again. made me happy oh, yeah. cuz I talked to you after and then um Scott um from Lost Ox and can't remember who else it was but everybody said pretty much the same thing like it was just like a refreshing kind of thing to be out of their normal bands and to do something different like exercise a different muscle you know yeah you kind of like when you play with the same people you obviously like know each other's playing so well but you can also kind of fall into like ruts like the same way you can when you see somebody every day and like you find like the same old routine of like getting up and like making breakfast or something it's kind of like you know, just you fall into like little ruts with with things when you know people so well, especially with me and Josh and Sage, because we live together, we work together and yes. we play in the band together. So it's like every waking moment of our lives is just uh, the three of us. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it's most positive, positive, but it also needs to be spiced yeah, up hard. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you spruce it up in the bedroom, guys. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's been getting a little boring. A little stale. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Right. The butt plug tour 2024. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. We're doing it. That's we're the gonna, new. Butt plug on three. Butt plug tour. Uh, all right. Is that how we're going to break the episode? Butt plug we're on three. We're an before, anal beat kind of guy. Let's go. have a let's, different. Let's like, start going yeah. this way. It's three in the morning. You guys are driving. <laughs> oh, God. You're driving on the highway. You've got to stop for gas. Okay. And you're hungry. What's the thing that you're going into the gas station or the truck stop to get? Hmm. God, I don't know. It really, um, you know, I don't know. Actually, that's a good one. Um, I would say like, I, I'm a big pretzel guy. Okay, there it is. Pretzels, okay. 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 That was a Dance. tough one. It's, it's always like that's what's there when I'm that's healthier for. than like yeah. most people yeah, pick. Holy right. shit. um i don't know i'm i'm usually happy with like a gatorade and like a like a slim jim and maybe like some bugles but But it's also like it's like regional too because like sometimes you get snacks that aren't available in like other places too um so like you know when i'm in the east coast gotta get the utz chips god best chips in the world um you just stuff like that just and i i always got to get a reese's of some kind preferable to the reese's sticks but the cups are okay too okay Okay. all right good answer good answer good answer Mine is usually my go-to would be like, so I have like a couple different go-tos. One of them may sound a little weird. It's a tuna fish sandwich and a barbecue corn nuts. <laughs> From a gas oh, station? Yeah, the tuna, it sometimes is, the tuna is sometimes good, but it doesn't like, or it's like an Italian sandwich. But if I'm like feeling like I don't want to be like full of like meat and cheese, like I'll get like a tuna fish sandwich. But This doesn't even scratch the surface of the Yeah, I'm kind of famous David for weird, weird shit. 
Because I've tried chocolate like, chip cookies and orange juice. That, so oh my god, it's good, man. It's yeah. actually not bad. It's I, not I, bad. You dipped the chocolate chip cookies in the orange. In the orange. Yeah, it's great. The last time we were in Seattle for recording, or was like, or sometime we were in Seattle for recording. David was in my kitchen making a peanut butter and egg sandwich. What? No comment here. Peanut butter and egg. Okay. Yeah, no, you like, know what? on I purpose like, too. Like, yeah, it was, like, oh, you gotta put you gotta put onions on there too. It's like onion yeah. eggs. Oh my god! It's like the over medium, over medium egg, some uh, grilled onions, and peanut Mail butter. Looks good. All right, <laughs> that's it. All right, man. Well, I remember way back in the Far day. Out, remember bro. that time we were all so. I was, I was waiting for. Her. I I eat like a pregnant woman. <laughs> You remember David may like this recipe. Remember we when we made uh, peanut butter and jelly burritos? Yeah, it, it was that it, was, it was refried beans and cheese. Oh, that and strange. Peanut okay, butter wait. and jelly mixed with it. Oh, yeah, I would try it. David, you've got a great high. physique for how you're saying you eat. Thank you. Well, I usually try to eat somewhat healthy, like, but uh, I don't eat that weird all the time. But okay. I did recently try a peanut butter and jelly burger at work. Oh, that, or, was, that sounds good. It was it was really good actually. Actually, that sounds. I've bomb. never had the jelly, but I've tried the peanut butter burger or killer burger. Oh, like, killer, pickles the on peanut there butter too? pickle uh, burger yeah, is great. Yeah. Um, my my mom was a trapeze artist in the circus. Wait, hold yeah. <laughs> that explains so That's much. That's real. Uh huh. And uh, traveled with Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey no for a long time. Way. Yeah, yeah. And, and wow. flew on the trapeze real. circus circus for a long time too. Anyway, they were when they were traveling with the circus, there wasn't a lot of money for food a lot of the time. And so I was raised on cornflakes with no milk and soft boiled eggs mixed with the cornflakes. What? Yeah. It's freaking so awesome. I can't really? talk shit about peanut I butter. Didn't, onion, I, I didn't. Sandwich. I never oh, had that. I've known him 40 years. Never had that till we moved up here and he was making it one, years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, dude, you never saw me do it. And I was like, ew, gross. And he's like, try it. Now I love it. Really? When, it, when it, he's like making, I was like, I was like you no make kidding. it. Yeah, it's like toast in the bowl with your eggs on it. And like, I, I was talking to my mom. Like maybe, this okay. is maybe about four months ago. I was talking to my mom on the phone while I was making it, and I was like, "Hey, mom, guess what I'm making right now?" And she's like, "I don't know." I said, "Cornflakes and eggs." She goes. Ew. <laughs> I remember having to eat that crap. I was like, you used to feed that to me all the time. She's like, I'm sorry. It's nostalgia. I love, yeah. love it. All right, Sage, Sage. What is it? Bring us home. I'm a big chip guy. So, I mean, whether it's Doritos, jalapeno chips, the classic Lay's, I totally no, fuck that Other up. people's you chips. See, you see Which matter. Doritos? <laughs> I'll dude, I'll do the cool ranch, the okay. nacho cheese. They got the spicy nacho. Um okay. kind of all the flavors. I'm I'm not picky. Now, um, you had a reaction to the chip brand that Dan uh, said. Uh, yeah, I, so I'm good. not a fan at all. Okay. We had, I, I've we tried had it when we went back there. Did when we? we were in Philly, yeah. Okay. Or not Philly, when we were in Scranton. 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 Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know those places all too well. Yeah. I like the oh um. Gosh. I'm a big kettle brand too, okay. so the kettle the kettle brand, brand chips yeah, are the shit. I'll fuck are. those up a bunch. Um, Mel, what are you getting at the gas station? Am I getting at the gas station? Water. <laughs> um, probably some like nuts or something like that. I don't. I don't really. I'm boring. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I, it's, Mel, like when we're I don't traveling, get that Mel's many. I bring gotta, my own yeah, snacks. That's I, I bring Mel's my own snacks. snacks. She's like, you want an apple? You want yeah. an orange? 
I am because I don't like to be relegated to what's out on the road for me. I want to bring my own choices. So I bring like, um, I'll bring like, um, trail mix i'll bring cut up i'll make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich i'll like bring some fruit this and is all true assorted okay. stuff yeah, okay. and then Mom's you know yeah i hook it up <laughs> tight um i'd say mine's beef jerky yep that's all i, I like jerky all the time bag, big bag of jerky when you're on the road lasts forever it just gets so expensive man. hell that's yeah true. 14 dollars for a bag the size of my hand there's it's like four pieces in there so well, I, especially, I especially love when you get the boat with like the service state like the big truck stop and they have the fresh jerky Oh, like they yeah. make their own jerky. It's, it's all like, from roadkill, bro. It's like bro. 18 different kinds of jerky. <laughs> it's like possum jerky. Yeah, you don't know what that shit and is. And the one with the tail. That's a scab <laughs> yeah. from some trucker. <laughs> hey, I'll try anything once. Gross. <laughs> Gnarly. Maybe twice. Oh. Delicious. If I like it, three times. So normally I don't like eat Doritos and stuff like that. But if we're on a road trip, that's my like hall pass to eat like shit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going for Cool Ranch Doritos. There you go. And the little donut, the donuts, yeah. the crumb, oh, the yeah. crumb. donuts, mm-hmm. and a coffee. Okay. And like in rotation, like Cool Ranch Dorito, donut, sip oh, of coffee. I don't think we've okay. ever been on a road trip where you and Mel have not had a bag of the kettle chi- jalapeno kettle oh, yeah. chips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys See, are always there you go. Those 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 I, I can't touch those. Those the things goat. kill me. So- yeah, you can all tell the that goat. we're doing fucking Whole30 and none of us had sugar or carbs or any of that well, shit. Well, that's like, why I didn't come down to... Right now. That's why I didn't come down to greet you guys because I was like, like not shaking, but like... Needed. I had Fading. No can energy. I can I can I ask what what's gonna be the first meal that you have when you're done with the... So, so, you now. so we yeah. finish the night we leave for Mexico, for Fish Mexico. Oh, okay. So the... First, I'm going to tell you right now. I already know. The very first thing that I'm going to have is a latte at the airport. And then, oh, a, and okay. then a churro. And then a churro. He said, he said that churro is going to be so good in Mexico. And you're, you're, you're going to have a, a a big old shit in that, that airport. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you better believe Look it, Dan. He's going to miss his flight. <laughs> Don't say that. No. Don't say that. Aaron's going to be holding onto the walls. <laughs> just completely naked in the stall. Sweating. <laughs> just like, oh, it was so good. Fucking. Oh, hell no. I'll tell you, the first thing I want is because you can't have anything that goes into it is chicken and waffles. Oh, I want syrup. Yeah. I want fried right. chicken. I want a waffle. Love that. Butter. Mm. All that. Yeah, you're going to be home for your shit, so it'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, get some screen door. Oh, man. Boom. <laughs> One of the things that blew me away about Fish Mexico last year, like, it's the all-inclusive deal, so, like, you don't have to pay for shit even in the restaurants. Oh, really? No. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fucking insane. But everybody was like, don't worry about, like, it's hard to get reservations in the restaurant because it's filled with fish heads and everybody, whatever. Takes their time. Right. And everybody was like, (laughs) don't worry about getting reservations in the restaurant. The food in the venue is awesome. And I was like, food in the venue? What are you talking about? Lining, when you walk in, lining the back of the venue is all these, like, stalls that have like Indian food and fresh churros and ice cream and tacos what? and burritos and Ooh. steak and fucking we saw the dude from Super Bloom there yeah oh, oh really yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which oh oh Probably yeah Nate. that's right Nate yeah he's yeah. there he's there every year yeah and and like going in Nate, like you just yeah. like 
oh, I'll have some al pastor tacos and I'll go stop over here and get fresh churros. And, Ooh, and they're fresh. And it's just all free. And it's all free. Dude, fish Mexico, we're doing oh, it. Butter chicken, well, not dude. free. <laughs> butter you pay, chicken? You, you paid <laughs> for the ticket. <laughs> right, of course. It's included. Yeah. My, my dad always says nothing's free. It's just included. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that came with like the four grand you ponied up to Yeah, be no shit. Yeah. If, if I ever went, I would just have my whole suitcase full of just leftovers and food. Do you have anything to declare? No. <laughs> your food's really good here. That's what I declare. Yeah, the canine. It was free. I had to. The canines are just like all over yeah. the pork. But they're hungry. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Everybody go follow Sponge. Underscore Sponge on Instagram. And go to their website. And when they come through your town, buy your tickets in advance. That's right. And buy merch from them. That's Absolutely. Right. Right. Please. And, you guys- and you know what? Bands accept tips. Nobody has ever said that, but they accept tips. Mm-hmm. So if you are a tipping person, do it. And I got to say, too, Sponge always does a very good job on having dope merch, stickers, pins, like everything. Yeah. You guys always have cool stuff. Yep. We, we actually just I'm still got waiting beanies. for you to have oh, yeah? my size we'll get- in a tie-dye, but eventually I'm going to come to the merch What color beanies? Be I want to be size. Are you large or XL? XL. Oh, fuck. I think we have no. We don't have an Excel. We'll get it. We'll get it done. Yeah, 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 I know you guys will. All right, all right, everybody. You know what to do. We're counting on you. Take care of the boys when they come through your town. That's right. Show them some love. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.